His Love Christian Fellowship is excited to share this podcast with you. We hope you enjoy this message. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you're in this place. God, I just want to thank you that you never fail us. It doesn't matter how big or small we are. You love to meet with us. I just thank you for saturating us tonight. God, you know we need more. We need more. Jesus, we just ask that you would come and... Lord, I ask that you would just speak through my words and speak through my mouth. Just give it to you, Lord. I guess the title of this would be, Who Are We? (laughs) Can We Believe Who He Says We Are? Um, I think that's probably one of my life's messages right now is just something that the Lord just continually is doing in my heart. Um, Galatians 5, 9 says, don't you know that when you allow even a little lie into your heart, it can permeate your entire belief system. And I think that is a perfect picture of any kind of lie, anything we believe about ourselves, anything that we believe is not what God says. It begins to permeate our entire belief system and uh, will ruin us in the end. Well, what is a lie? Something that we can speak against God. A lie is something that speaks against God or his nature. Or it could be something that I believe about myself or you believe about yourself. That is not what God is saying about you. How do these lies get into us in the first place? Many of us were born with these lies over us. (laughs) But the more we know and become acquainted with the Father, the more we see we were made in the image of God. There is nothing inferior or not good about the way God created you. In Genesis 1, It says that we were created in his image. It says, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. And so God created man in his own image. And in the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Not one or the other. Not just men were created in God's image, but women were too. You bear God's image. I bear God's image. That means we look like him. That means we get to carry all of his attributes, too. God is the creator. Therefore, you and I are creative. Because, he is cre- because of his creative nature inside of us, <laughs> that's something that I've always struggled with, um, feeling like I wasn't really that creative or gifted. And um, I don't know if it, very many of you ever feel that way, but that's one area that I always struggled with. And it's so cool because when you begin to realize how your creator, he's creative, he's inside of you, oh my goodness, that means I'm creative and his creativity comes out of me. And uh, so that is really cool to me. Um, Let's see. 
I'm starting to see that my image is God's image and his nature is my nature. And so that means you're, you're the same. When I keep saying this about myself, I mean this for you guys too. He is inside of us. <laughs> we carry his creative qualities. I am creative because I am like my creator. You guys are creative because you're like your creator. I create beauty just like he does because he's been because I have been created in his image. Um, one day I was praying about uh, getting victory over, um, there's just times that you have just all kinds of thoughts coming at you. And it doesn't mean it's inside of you. Uh, if you've gotten victory over things in your life, just because you have all these horrible thoughts coming at you does not mean they are you. <laughs> but you can feel like they are. And you feel utterly defeated when the enemy hates you and is coming at you like that. Well, I was basically just being crushed, okay? And I know I'm not the only one in this room that has felt that way. So I was asking the Lord about it. I just could not get victory over these uh, these horrible thoughts coming at me, and I was just feeling really defeated. And I clearly heard him say, it is the enemy's intention to hurt you. And I'm just telling you, he hates you. He hates who is inside of you. He hates who's inside of me. He hates that we love God with all of our hearts, and there's nothing, absolutely nothing, that is going to stop us from following after him. And so that just put a whole new twist on it. I mean, it immediately was like, oh, he just exposed himself and it broke the power of those lies over me. Because this, is a, this isn't something that you just get victory over once. You just keep getting more revelation and more revelation. So if the enemy could, okay, not the enemy. <laughs> if we could only see what the enemy sees in us, or how God truly sees us, what would that do? <laughs> I believe every power he has over you would be broken as soon as you believe who God says you are. The very first year um, that we had the school of ministry was really life-changing for me. Um, it was life-changing for all of us. The Lord was just doing something incredible in this body. But the Father's love just began to visit us. And... Um, I don't think I've ever cried so much in my life. <laughs> I cried and cried and cried, and some of them were laughing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, am I ever going to laugh? But the father, <laughs> it was so cool. He wasn't, he was not upset with me that I could not stop crying. He was washing and washing away all these disappointments I had in myself. Who knows why? <laughs> I don't know if you're just born with them or what, but just um, disappointed in who you are. I don't know. Maybe I didn't like myself. I don't know. Anyways, he washed that away, and uh, that was just an incredible time. And that is when he began to speak this message to my heart that you truly are who I say that you are. Um, let's see. I think this is where I'm going. 
something that he taught me to combat lies or negativity that would plague me is to begin to write out every lie, even if I know it's not really true. I mean, because usually they're not, but some of them are really, really real to you. Write them out, and then you begin to write out a whole page of the opposite. And I mean, it totally... Um, uh, disassembles what the enemy is trying to put against you. I find that the more I believe who God says that I am, the more it disempowers the enemy's hold on me every single time. This morning, um, I didn't have anything to share yet. I had this kind of in my mind a little bit, but I wasn't really positive. This is what I'm supposed to do. And I'm like, oh God, please help me. I am very weak. I need you. I just, this doesn't feel easy to me. Well, this morning I'm writing this out, and this is just for instance, this is one of my things I wrote in my journal. I can't move unless you move in me. I can't breathe unless you give me breath. I'm alive when you're alive in me. You tell me who I am. I'm your creation. I'm the apple of your eye. Can I see how you see me? He sees beauty when I see ashes. He sees glory when I felt defeat. He is full of hope for my future. And that is how he sees you guys. <laughs> you are the apple of his eye. He's delighted in you. You're not a disappointment. Even if you're disappointed in yourself or you don't even know what he's got for your life, he's not disappointed in you. Okay. Often what you'll find inside of my journals um, are prayers and declarations of who God is. And then I begin to write who he sees me as. And I mean, that's, that's what my journals are. And sometimes in scriptures, scripture after scripture, and I'll go back sometimes, and I'll read, and I just will be blown away of what God was doing at that time, and it just encourages my heart. So I encourage you to write out prayers, declarations, who God is saying, what he's saying over your life, and, and, and the word, the scriptures. I don't write these things out hoping I'll get it someday. No, <laughs> I choose to stop the negative chatter, and believe every word that he says. I don't care if I see the attributes of love or wisdom or whatever it is that I'm believing for yet. No, that's me. I am love. I am wisdom. I am kindness. That's you guys too. I trust him, and I know that he has good for me. I want to read this. Uh, this is so cool. Let's see, this is Colossians 1.9, actually. I don't know if I wanted to read that scripture yet. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll read it. <laughs> it says, we pray that you would receive the perfect knowledge of God's pleasure over your lives, making you reservoirs of every kind of wisdom and spiritual understanding. This is what the enemy's afraid of. That when you receive the perfect knowledge of God's pleasure over your life, you become this huge reservoir 
for every kind of wisdom and spiritual understanding. There is no limit to what God can do in your life when you get a perfect picture of how he sees you. And then this is, uh, Heidi had written this, and this was just powerful to me. It says, your father has qualified you. Do you feel ill-equipped <laughs> for the challenges ahead of you? And I was, this, at the time, it was like talking about speaking. I'm like, oh, God, yes. <laughs> Do you feel under-resourced? Yes. He has qualified you. Do you feel you're not talented enough? No, you are qualified. Do you feel second best? Not to Father. You are qualified. From the foundations of the earth, our Father saw you and wanted you to belong. He called you, he saved you, and he made you one of his own. He qualified you, and that makes all the difference. That's all he needs. He's the one that makes us something, not us, which is awesome. Okay. took my bookmark out. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's what I want to do. Um, I think I'm ready for this. All right. Yes, I am. This is my declaration over you guys. I want you guys to stand up. And I want you to repeat after me, but repeat it like you mean it. <laughs> I mean it. <sighs> I am wanted by my Father. I bear his image. I look like him. I am beautiful. And his beauty lives inside of me. I give out his fragrance wherever I go. I am creative because the creator lives inside of me. I am full of joy. I'm full of love. I am the apple of his eye. He isn't disappointed in me. He loves who I am, and his pleasure is over my life. I'm challenging you guys, if you don't already do something like this, to begin to do so. Let's believe who he says that we are. He loves us because he loves us. He doesn't wish you looked like somebody else. <laughs> He likes who you are. <laughs> you are enough because he is enough. You don't have to try. I love that. Psalm 18, 19 says, He also brought me out into a broad place, and he delivered me. This is a broad place, guys. And he delivered me because he delighted in me. He has brought every single one of you out. He's bringing you out into a broad, broad place. And he is delivering you because he delights in you.
Father, I just ask you. (sighs) I ask that you would do that deep work in our hearts. God, that we wouldn't waver. We wouldn't flounder anymore. That when you say something over our lives, we would believe you. And because we begin to line our mouth up, even if our hearts can't quite get it yet, we begin to line our our mouths up, it comes and things change. God, I just release the goodness of God over this place. I release the Father's love and more of an atmosphere of the Father in this place and in these homes. We need it. We need it, God. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this message. Jesus.